Okay, so welcome to this new episode of Diversify Your Narrative. Um, in today's topic, we are, I know, I know, I said the theme is going to be about um, being a responsible adult. However, it's not quite what you think it is. Because even though maybe sometime in the future, I'll talk about how to be financially responsible and all of that, you know. But um, today, before um, actually being economically or financially or whatever, responsible and a responsible adult, we need to understand that first we need to be responsible uh, within ourselves. And I think that we've um, talked about some topics that might be helpful for us today. And, um, you know, we're talking about our inner inner child and you might be um somewhat um like um familiar with the topic or not but that doesn't matter today we are talking about the inner child as a way to be a responsible adult and you know destructive behavior takes various forms from subtle self-sabotage, which we've talked about, and self-defeating patterns, which we've also talked about, to passive hostility, to severe self-destructive symptoms, violent aggression, and sometimes evil deeds. Commonly, destructive behavior in adults bears the impetuous, impulsive quality of childish pretulence and narcissistic temper tantrums, or an infantile neediness, dependency, and dread of abandonment, or an irresponsibility and angry refusal to be an adult. By some, it is called the Peter Pan syndrome, or what Jungians refer to as Puer or Puella complex. The archetypical Jungian notion of the Puer Eternus for males, or Puella Eterna for female, the eternal child, provides the basis of what has come in pop psychology and self-help movements to be known as the inner child. But what exactly is this so-called inner child? Does it truly exist, and why should we care? To begin with, the inner child is real, not literally and not physically, but figuratively, metaphorically real. It is like complexes in general, a psychological or phenomenal, phenomenological reality, and an extraordinarily powerful one at that. Indeed, most mental disorders and destructive behavior patterns are, as Freud first intimated, more or less related to this unconscious part of ourselves. We were all once children, and we still have that child dwelling within us. But most adults are quite unaware of this, and this lack of conscious relatedness to our inner child is precisely where so many behavioral, emotional, and relationship difficulties stem from. The fact is that the majority of so-called adults are not truly adults at all. We all get older, that's a fact. Anyone with a little luck can do that. But psychologically speaking, this is not adulthood. True adulthood hinges on acknowledging, accepting, and taking responsibility for the loving and parenting one's own inner child. For most adults, this never happens. Instead, their inner child has been denied, neglected, disparaged, abandoned, or rejected. Because we are told by society to grow up, to put childish things aside, to become adults, we've been thought that our inner child represented our childlike capacity for innocence, wonder, awe. Joy, sensitivity, and playfulness must be stifled, quarantined, or even killed. 
The inner child comprises and potentiates these positive qualities, but it also holds our accumulated childhood hurts, traumas, fears, and angers. Grown-ups are convinced that have, they have successfully outgrown, jetonized, and left this child and its emotional baggage long behind. But this is far from the truth. In fact, these so-called grown-ups or adults are unwittingly being constantly influenced or covertly controlled by this unconscious inner child. For many, it is not an adult self-directing their lives, but rather an emotionally wounded inner child inhabiting an adult body. A five-year-old running around in a 40-year-old frame. It is a hard, angry, fearful little boy or girl calling the shots, making adult decisions. A boy or girl being sent out in the world to do a man's or a woman's job. A five- or ten-year-old trying to engage in grown-up relationships. But can a child really have a major relationship, a career, an independent life? Yet this is precisely what's happening with us all every day to some degree or another. And then we wonder why our relationships fall apart. Why we feel so anxious, afraid, insecure, inferior, small, lost, lonely. But think about it. How else would any child feel having to fend for themselves in an apparently adult world? without proper parental supervision, protection, structure, or support. This is the confusing state of affairs we so frequently see in those who seek um, psychotherapy. Because it is not dissociative identity disorder or multiple personality, but rather a far more common, pervasive, and insidious sort of socially sanctioned dissociation. But if we can recognize this problem for what it is, we can begin dealing with it by choosing to become psychological, not just chronological, adults. But how is this accomplished? So first, one becomes conscious of his or her own inner child. Remaining unconscious is what empowers the dissociated inner child to take possession of the personality at times, to overpower the will of the adult. Next, we learn to take our inner child seriously and to consciously communicate with that little girl or little boy within to listen to how he or she feels and what he or she needs from us here and now. The often frustrated primal needs of this perennial inner child for love, acceptance, protections, nurturance, understanding, remain the same today as when we were children. As pseudo-adults, pseudo we fittingly attempt to force others into fulfilling these infantile needs for us, but this is dumb to failure. What we didn't sufficiently receive in the past from our parents as children must be confronted in the present, painful though as it may be. The past trauma, sadness, disappointment and depression cannot be changed and must be accepted. Becoming an adult means swallowing this bitter pill, as it is called, that unfortunately for most of us, certain infantile needs were maliciously or not unmet by our imperfect parents or caretakers. And they never will be, no matter how good or smart or attractive or spiritual or loving we become. Today, those days are over. What, we've done, what was done cannot be undone. We should not, as adults now, expect others to meet all of these unfulfilled childhood needs. Because they can't. Authentic adulthood requires both accepting the painful past and the primary responsibility for taking care of that inner child's needs, 
for being good enough parent to him or her now and in the future. And in most of psychotherapy, the adult part of the personality learns to relate to the inner child exactly as a good parent relates to a flesh and blood child, providing discipline, limits, boundaries, and structure. These are all along with support, nurturance, and acceptance, indispensable elements of loving and living with any child, whether metaphorical or actual child. But initiating and maintaining an ongoing dialogue between the two, a reconciliation between inner child and mature adult can be reached. A new, mutually beneficial, cooperative, symbiotic relationship can be created in which the sometimes conflicting needs of both the adult self and inner child can be creatively satisfied. So I know it was quite a short episode, but I really do think that it's important and we are still living in a global pandemic, that's for sure. And there's traumas um, coming up and a lot of introspection going on. And as things go by, and things get difficult and we own, we each face our own problems and, and you know, self-dialogue, whatever. I've come to notice that um, it's quite a common problem right now, like adults um, actually having to deal with their inner child needs and past trauma, childhood trauma and childhood necessities not being met have risen up. So I thought that it was quite like a necessary episode. So I hope that you found it safe and sound. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll see you next week in next episodes of Diversify Your Narrative. Please stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, wash your hands. Bye bye.